Hey, it's the Greg and Dan Show podcast. Now, this is a little bit of a different edition of our podcast. Normally, our producer, Caleb Kelch, is kind of in charge or pretends to be uh, and uh, guides us along. We talk about all kinds of different things. Today, we wanted to bring in our fr- uh, friend Dave Johnson from Pearl Technology. He's the president. Are you the CEO, too? Are you the CEO president? Just the president. You're just the president. You're, Gary Pearl is the CEO. You want me to talk to Gary, see if I can get you up to CEO? <laughs> okay. Uh, president of Pearl Technology, if you don't know what Pearl Technology is, you give me your elevator speech of what Pearl does. Uh, we do four things. Uh, cybersecurity is certainly towards the forefront of that. Um, we do manage services, help manage other companies' networks. Um, we have an audio-visual department, which is fabulous, and data centers. We have two data centers, one downtown Peoria, one in Bloomington. Gotcha. Now, reason we're going to talk to you today is we have you regularly on our radio show, and we talk four or five minutes. It's hard to squeeze a lot of big things into that mm-hmm. time frame. So we thought we would uh, start a conversation with you, and we may have to revisit it again later down the road, uh, talking about the things that the average person Mm-hmm. needs to be worrying about. Now, you you guys do a lot of super big stuff with a lot of governmental agencies who have acronyms. Uh, but but me and Danny and Caleb and the people listening to the podcast, most of us don't live in that world. We just go to work. We got a laptop. We got an iPad. We got a phone. Uh, we're trying to not mess up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do. And because we don't pay attention, that's really what it gets down to. So start, start us out with that in mind as the setup, start, start us out what to do and what not to do. Well, so the first question is why, why would I need to worry about this? I don't have stuff anybody yeah, yeah. wants. Right. The Russians aren't coming after me. I don't need any of this stuff. It, it doesn't pertain to me. Um, If you look at that like um, car theft, if you look at hacking like car theft, you go, I've got a Ford Pinto. Nobody in the world wants to steal my Ford Pinto. I leave the keys in it. Right. I don't care. Exactly. The problem is somebody can steal that car and do a lot of other things with it, like rob a bank or kidnap somebody or do a drive-by shooting. It's not necessarily that they're after your car because of the car's intrinsic value. It's what can I do once I get this car? So the the kicker on this is the bad guys often look towards home computers, um, especially now with everybody working from home because those tie back into your, your corporate network. But they're looking for a vehicle, pun intended, mm-hmm. um, to do their dirty deeds. So can I stop right there? Mm-hmm. Let's say I have a, my laptop sitting right in front of us. Mm-hmm. I use it minimally, mm-hmm. right? I, 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 kill, I fill out a couple of forms here at work. I check my, don't laugh, my AOL mail. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's Everybody. the only safe thing yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, no, it is the only safe thing. Uh, and I rarely go on the internet on this, on this laptop. I, I do that other places. I do that either on my device or over here on this this. PC here. Mm-hmm. But my guess is because I don't use it very much, I'm also probably a great target because it is a vehicle, right? It it's, is. It's a vehicle that can get some bad guy from where he wants to go, and it looks like I'm doing it. Exactly. So, so what will they do? Because it's got to be connected to the internet to yep. do anything, right? right? Sure, it is. And that's that's where all the trouble begins. So, I'm a bad guy. 
I go, here is Greg Batten's Ford Pinto yeah. laptop, yeah. which doesn't get much use, but he leaves the keys in it. So I'm sure. going to hop in, and I'm going to create a phishing site where I can start looking for credentials from other people by sending out phishing emails. I'm going to use it to start as a, a malware download site. So when people click on something in the phishing email, it goes to Greg Batten's laptop, and that's where all the malware is stored. Um, hey, I need some more horsepower for my crypto mining. Greg Batten's laptop is open. I think I'll use it for that. I'm child about, I'm child about, pornography. I'm about to hit this with a hammer. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, so now, that one scares me. That one scares me because I feel like uh, a, an innocent person could really get had there. Is that true or not true? It happens all the time. So if um, if someone wants to be in the child pornography world, right. it's the stupid ones that put it on their own computer. Right. The smarter ones put it, put it on else's. your computer and then, well, how do I not know? I'm sorry. And then what? I'm sorry, I interrupted. So then, when somebody says, "Hey, here's some money. I want some child pornography pictures," they send a link to your computer. And so, if the FBI comes in, they have to figure out that yes, this is the guy doing it, but it's on Greg Batten's computer. By the way, now you have to explain to the FBI why you why you have child pornography on your computer, and you don't even know it's there. How do you or do you even know any of that is happening? Or, you, or how do I, what do I do to stop it from happening? So you usually don't know that it's happening, but the answer is lock your car doors, quit leaving your keys in the car. This is the stuff we talk about all the time. I'm not going to shame you publicly by saying, have you changed your Wi-Fi router at, uh, password at home yet? <laughs> you can shame me you can shame me no we have not yeah we have not and the reason is people go it's it's what do you need change the router the when, password when you oh, buy the, when you buy the router router it yeah. comes with a password it does and okay. we all use it right and you write it down on a little piece of paper and you stick it on your refrigerator yeah Sometimes it's printed right on the bottom of the router. Right. Greg so, just leaves it on the dash in the Pinto. <laughs> so the, the reason they do that, part of it's for customer service, right? So if I'm the Dave Johnson router yeah. company and you bought a router from me, yeah. you're going, Dave, I can't make this stupid thing work. I already know what the password is. Because okay. I'm the one who set it you up, set it up right. and I I'm, I put the same one on Dan's, I yeah. put the same one on Caleb's, and that way it makes it easier for me to support. It's terrible for cybersecurity. So uh, I'm going to be a very practical uh, uh, question here. I have a mm -hmm. very practical question. So where do you just go to the website of the company whose router you purchased? And is, I'm assuming there must be a mechanism somewhere on that website that allows you to change the password. There's going to be instructions. There's probably going to be a video. Um, you can YouTube anything. You're already you're already already making me not want to do it. Danny, do you hear what he said? Yeah. There's a video I have to watch and instructions. The video is going to be two minutes long. Uh, uh, look at us. Can, <laughs> Can you stop it in the? <laughs> can I go? Can I get a snack during that? Because I already I'm, I'm beat up by the world, and I think that leads to this problem. I really do believe this: that the human beings are so overwhelmed with stuff that these kind of things are easy to go. I'm not going to do that. 
I'm just going to take my chances. Look, this is similar to finances, right? Mm -hmm. People know they ought to save money, but they don't. Hey, I'd rather have this new gizmo. Um, people know they should check their credit score. People know they should lose weight. They, I mean, there's a million people things. People know all of we that. All, we know all of that. And they don't. But, right. but So one of the things that you have to watch out for also is when was the last time you updated the software on your router or on your laptop? What version of Windows are you running you on are that? You are killing me over here, Now, man. listen, this is it, because people stop supporting things. So Windows. Right. They'll come out, you know, they had Windows XP. Let's use that. That's a, more, a little more recent one. Right. That's not supported anymore. So any vulnerability that would let There's hackers no, in yeah. is there, and it's never going to be fixed. There's no defense. So There's the no older, defense. the older, the worse, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so people go, well, they're just trying to force me to buy something new. That might be a piece of it, but the truth is they're not going to continue supporting stuff that's 10 years old, 20 years old. And if there's a vulnerability there, the hackers are in. And the world that we live in, the way this all grew from nothing to this mm -hmm. today, our age people, the three us, of us fellows in this room, so we remember a day when that world did not exist. Mm -hmm. We also remember a day where you bought something, and that was it. You bought your lawnmower, and your lawnmower didn't need to be upgraded. Your car didn't need to be upgraded. You just had something forever. Still has to be maintained. Right, yeah. But what my point is, is we don't, the old, I think, I'm not, I hope I'm not stereotyping too much here, but older folks who remember permanence mm -hmm. have a hard time. That's where my brain goes. I was like, seriously? Well, I bought something. I don't need to have to keep updating it. Why do I have to? You know what I mean? Okay, I so, think that causes us but, to not but, do it. And Let not me only give that, Greg, in the old days, they'd physically have to take it or do something to true. you. True. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to the fact that you're running Windows XP on your laptop or whatever. What you do, there's a setting in there that says automatically update my operating system whenever something comes out. We call them patches. So hackers find a way in, Microsoft patches it. Hackers find another way in, Microsoft patches it. Let those automatically update your laptop. They come straight from Microsoft. It's not going to get you hacked, but that way... You're constantly up to date. Anything that you have, cell phone, laptop, iPads, anything that has the option to automatically update to the new version, do, do it, that. Do let, it. It, let it update. Now, you don't have to do it. Okay. It gets done for okay. you. How do I do those? Uh, do I get a notification on those that say, "Hey, we're going to update tonight" or something? Or you can. You tomorrow. can either say, "Don't update ever." I'll I'll go out and fetch the updates yeah. myself, yeah. or notify me so that I can say yes, I want that, or just go ahead just and do, do it. it. Just do it. That's what I should do. Yeah, just, just do go it. ahead and I'm, do in it. In fact, I may be doing that with my phone because I don't recall seeing update messages. Yeah, so I probably just automatically do it. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's assume. So how mo how much more difficult by doing those things does it make it for the hacker? Well, what it does is it plugs a hole they've already found. Mm-hmm. So it makes them go look for a new hole. And that's that's what this whole cybersecurity game is. Hackers get in, we shut the door. 
They find another way in, we close that window. They find another way in, we figure out how to stop it. Well, Greg and I got a lot of holes. Oh, man. It's like a sieve. It's like a sieve. I, I want to talk about, and, and this is related, but I think this, and I already can tell we're going to have to have you back sometime because oh, yeah. we got too much to talk about. But the, the whole deal of, of, of tracking a person's buying habits and the data collection mm-hmm. and all of that, I want to tell you a story that happened to me in the last few days. This one is a new level of cool to me. I mean, creepy cool. So I emceed the Bradley Athletics Kaboom Awards about a week ago, May 2nd. May 2nd. It was exactly a week ago. I was at the Renaissance Coliseum. At that event, all the senior athletes who did good in community service, had great grades, and did well in their sport were honored. Right. There is a young man who plays for the Bradley basketball team by the name of Ari Boya. Ari is what? Danny? Seven, seven foot, one. Seven one. A yeah. mountain of a man. Just a mountain of a fellow. Yeah, a really nice And guy. he was wearing a awesome blue and gold kind of, Danny would have loved this, a top. It was a top, mm-hmm. but it was loose and didn't button. It was a over and it was oh. gold brocade oh. down the front and gold on the arms. He looked like a, like a king. Like, it was awesome. Caesar. He looked Two like days ago, <laughs> that showed up in my Facebook feed to buy. That exact shirt. How did that happen? Well, the only thing I can think of is it was known where I was because I had my device with me. Mm-hmm. Ari posted a picture of himself on his social media. Are you friends with him? I am not, but I'm friends with enough of his friends okay. that it connected. Yep. And they sent me, hey, here's, they didn't say, he, here's Ari's shirt, but it was. It yeah. was his shirt. It took about four days for that to happen. Yeah. That was impressive. How is is that working? Tell me how it happens. So, first of all, when you sign up for, like, Facebook, the default is that you give them permission to share all your data. Okay. So now they also work with other companies. You know, Apple came out with this thing recently on iPhone where when you go to a new app or a new whatever, it'll pop up and say, do you want to share your information? Always say no. Okay. You just don't want to share that. This this actually is a parallel thing to cybersecurity. This is more privacy issue. Okay. But it's cyber that uses it to do and this. And it feels like an invasion. It does. It does feel like Anytime that. you go look for something on any website, even if, if you're looking at an online magazine, they capture that. They'll send that to Amazon and a bunch of other companies that might sell that amazon pays all the time for this information boom it shows up in an ad on your facebook account Mm -hmm. it's a uh, complex very cool except it's a pain in the butt cool creepy cool but you're basically there's usually some ways you can shut some of that down okay so my question to you is and maybe you've already answered this but i want to be very clear so that runs parallel with the cybersecurity stuff that we talked about 10 mm-hmm. minutes ago. But it seems like there could be a, those paths could cross over each other. That They do. Based on my shopping for a shirt that I saw Mr. Boya wearing, uh, that somehow somebody sends me something, then they get into my computer and do all the things you were talking about before. Right. So basically, okay. the more information you put out, the more at risk you are. So this... 
This is Danny's a, doing good. Danny's he doing doesn't do great. A lot of putting out information. No, no. But you know, another whole topic is what you do with social media, and who do you allow to see your posts? Ugh. What do you post out there? So right. I, if you're going to do this right, probably Facebook would die because nobody'd be posting anything. But you should never let them know where you live. Don't take pictures of your, especially your kids. Those should never be on there. Um, child predators just surf through Facebook. Your house can can if I post a picture of my house, can people uh, uh, be able to figure out where that is? One hundred percent. It's uh, yeah. so it's called a reverse image search. You can actually take that picture of your house, yeah. drag and drop it into the Google Go- search Earth, bar. The Google Earth, and just or, or Google, just Google search, just Google search, and it will find all the pictures that match your house anywhere on the internet. Wow. Yep. And one of them is going to be Zillow or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's going to say, here's the address, yeah, here's, here's what the house worth. is worth, yeah. here's how much yeah. taxes See, they I, pay. I even worry, like, um, if you want to watch Bradley, you have to subscribe to ESPN+. Plus. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to give him that information. I don't know. I just I try not to give any information. So ESPN+, Plus isn't going to make your data known to hackers, mm-hmm. but they're probably going to share it with other similar channels, especially if they're related to ESPN, to say, hey, Dan DiOrio just signed up for ESPN+. Plus. We should offer him the you know NFL channel sure, or the golfing sure. channel or, sure. or whatever. Anytime you do anything, somebody's taking a look at what that transaction is and they're going to try to sell it to people who want to sell you something similar. What about this? You talk about ESPN Plus, or let's say you have a streaming service and Amazon Plus, blah, 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 and they take it just from watching TV. You pay your bill through your account, through a debit card that you sign in there. Is that hackable? Um, so that depends on wherever your data ends up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it also depends on how you transmit it. So if you're sitting at home and your wireless isn't well protected, somebody can be sitting in your neighborhood and, and watch the traffic, watch your traffic and go, oh, there's a credit card number, there's name, here's a birth date. They can actually just sit in their car and watch whatever you're sending. That's why you need to make sure you're using the more up-to-date stuff. That's why you should use a VPN, virtual private network, which is encrypted. So if you're sitting in a Starbucks and you're paying your ESPN Plus bill, if it's public wireless, just about anybody can see what you're doing. Oh, my You God, want to yeah. sign on to a VPN, and it'll encrypt that traffic. By the way, and sidebar, we're not talking about it today, but in Russia, there's someone using a VPN to get all this information out. He's getting hundreds of thousands of followers. People are signing up to a VPN because it bypasses a lot of the blocks, right? It does. Yeah. It's encrypted, so it's hard to see what's in there, right? It's not coming through as right. plain text. Um, it, this, it's There's so much to watch out for. I think this is what gives the common user fatigue. Yeah, I agree. It says there's a thousand holes in yeah. the dike. Yeah, I've only got ten right. fingers. Screw it. I'm just not going to try. I, th- I really believe that. I, I, think I that feel that ha- way. I think that happens, yeah. but I, I think you got to take a stab at some of the easier things like 
using long passwords. Yeah, I was, can I run through them real quick? Yes. Yeah. Real quick. Yep. So, and then we're going to wrap this up for today anyway. What do I need to do to secure my home network? Update the software regularly. We mm-hmm. talked about that. that Rem- that's a big one. It Rem- is. Rem- Rem- unnecessary software. services and software, bloatware, get all that junk get all, When you buy something new, yeah. it's got a ton of stuff you don't need. Uh, adjust factory default configurations on software and hardware. We talked about that too. Change default login passwords and usernames. Yep. Greg. Greg. Yep. Uh, use strong and unique passwords. I use passwords now that include many swear words. That's good. I yeah. do. I do. Because I'm mad that I'm doing it, so I just say those words, and that's my password. That works. Yeah. Uh, run up-to-date antivirus software, or that EDR stuff. Explain right. real quick the difference and, between EDR and uh, virus uh, software. Antivirus has a list of bad stuff, and yeah. when something comes to your computer, it compares it against the list. Yeah. EDR takes a look at how it's acting and says it's acting suspicious. I'm going to stop that. Got so it. instead of looking at a, right. a list, That's good. it's got yeah. some artificial intelligence. Get the EDR, install a network firewall, regularly back up your data, and increase your wireless security. We'll talk more. Uh, Dave Johnson, uh, well, president of, of Pearl Technology. When are we going to have something, I don't know, we can buy whatever, uh, that is AI? That constantly looks out for us, buddy. Okay, Dan- buddy. What's Danny going on? wants Danny wants a robot to sit in the house and go. I got you. But, I'm a, but wa- a robot in there that knows what other people are doing, so they can alert you. Yeah, it it because yet, the huh? technology changes every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I spend probably between one and two hours every day just looking at cybersecurity news. Um, something that has changed. Something that's changed. If you were doing this before, that doesn't work anymore. Now you need to do this. To keep up on it, you know, it's 10 million holes in the dike that I'm and right. my guys are trying to chase down. What I worry about is what Dan's talking about. I had that same thought. It's like uh, some, some entity, a thing, a, a program, a thing to do all this for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except the problem is that can get hacked, too. Yeah, it can. you know what I mean. It, it never ends. It doesn't it never, end. It never ends. It's not going to end. There's no. not a day where this stops. Oh boy! It'd be like, buddy, how much is he paying you? I'll pay you. <laughs> Dave Johnson, Pearl Technology. Thank you. Uh, this special edition of the Greg and Dan Show podcast. See you next time.